the gospel. The gospel is simple and sophisticated at the same time. I will be reading excerpts from Exploring the New Testament book by book, an expository survey by John Phillips. I will be also reading excerpts from The Cradle, the Cross, and the Crown by Kostenberger. And finally, excerpts from Acts chapter 1. The Book of Acts. The Book of Acts is filled with miracles of healing, deliverance, restoration, and resurrection. Salvation history narrating the unfolding of God's salvation plan. The universal scope of the gospel. The gospel is for all nations, Jews first, and Gentiles. The Holy Spirit directed and empowered. The resurrection and ascension of Jesus. The key point in salvation history is the death, resurrection, and exaltation of Jesus Christ. The apostolic period lasted 70 years from AD 30 to AD 100. Nowhere in all of history do we find such a momentous generation. During this period, 27 books were written which have had a greater impact on mankind than any other literature ever written. When God chose Israel to be his instrument for spiritual education of mankind, he first separated the nation from all other nations of the earth. He did this so that Israel might be grounded in the truth of God. Then he scattered the nation among all other nations of the earth so that the truth they had learned might be spread abroad. The Gospels tell us how Israel rejected the ministry of the Savior, while Acts tells us how they rejected the ministry of the Spirit. Now, the church is God's instrument for communicating his mind and will to mankind. Let me repeat. The church is God's instrument for communicating his mind and his will to mankind. The book of Acts is a book of people, places, and principles. The writer of Acts was Luke. In considering the purpose of Acts, it must be remembered that the work is a sequel to Luke's gospel, which does not necessarily mean that the purpose of Acts is identical to the gospel of Luke. The first and best indication of purpose is the literary structure of Acts, which revolves around showing the early expansion of the church from a local sect to a worldwide movement as empowered by God. The Gospel of Luke is about all that Jesus began to do and teach. 
while Acts narrates the continuation of that which was begun in Luke. The story of Jesus is not complete until the gospel has moved from the Jewish capital to the end of the earth. The book of Acts does not really describe the acts of the apostles, but the acts of the risen and ascended Lord through the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is named a number of times in the book. It is a worthwhile study to look up every reference in the book to the Spirit of God and study these in their context and in view of the traditional character of the book of Acts. It should remember that be remembered that Acts is essentially a book of history. We do not go to Acts for doctrine. We go to the epistles for doctrine. Again, we do not go to the book of Acts for doctrine. We go to the epistles for that. The book of Acts traces the history of the church from its origin on the day of Pentecost to its spread throughout the western part of the Roman Empire. The book of Acts is in three parts, each with a different emphasis. The first describes God's man, Simon Peter. The second deals with God's martyr, Stephen, and the third displays God's missionary, Saul, also known as Paul. Around these three men, the three movements of the book are centered. First, we have the foundation emphasis, which centers around the person and ministry of Simon Peter. Then we have the forward emphasis, which revolves around the ministry and martyrdom of Stephen. Finally, we have the foreign emphasis, which is related to the conversion of Saul and the world vision of Paul. In Acts, we see the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, about 10 dozen of them doing two things, walking with the Savior in Acts 1, 1 to 11, and waiting for the Spirit, Acts 1, 12. 26 and we see the Holy Spirit doing his thing by the wind of the Spirit in Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 and the witness of the Saints Acts chapter 2 verses 25 to 47 and finally the key point in salvation history is the death resurrection and exaltation of Jesus. In the proclamation of the gospel, this cluster of significant events is the pivot point of history and the culmination of God's plan for longer, from long ago. This plan was commanded by God in Acts 4.23, predicted by the prophets in Acts 26.22 accomplished in Christ, Acts 13, verses 28 to 39, and proclaimed by faithful witnesses in Acts 4, 33. Luke's teaching on the resurrection of Christ entails not merely, merely a restoration from the dead, but an unprecedented exaltation. Acts chapter 1. Jesus began both to do and to teach. 
until the day in which he was taken up. After that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, says he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from here. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. The divine purpose of the book of Acts is equipping the believer for evangelism and edification. This is Voicing the Gospel.